matter what time it is, I hope you're having a good one. So sit on down and stick around and listen to the sweet sounds of almost first. First, first, almost first. No need for a verse because it's almost first. Mic check, one, two, almost first. That's right, that's right, almost first. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter what time it is, I hope you're having a good one. Welcome to another edition of Almost First. I am your host, Chaz Kibler, and alongside me is Gervais Staley. Say hi, Staley. Hi, Staley. Uh, guy. So, you want to get into some news? Sure, go ahead. Let's get going. So, what if I told you that The Lord of the Rings was going to be a TV show? What would you say to that? Do you want this? I mean, this person who really never cared, cared that much about Lord of the Rings. The movies were too long. The movie should have been its own TV series itself. So how do you make a movie like, what is it, five hours long, it seemed like? Well, I kind of disagree because I've <laughs> like had several times where I've like binge-watched all three <laughs> movies. It usually takes me two days. But Listen to yourself. It what? takes you two days to watch a movie, so that's that how, that's how good these movies are, man. But two days—that's a series right there. That's that's Netflix alone. You need to just put on your dirty underwear, <laughs> sit on the couch, and just binge watch the Lord of the Rings TV show. It, it's it's must. If I wanted to do that, I would just go to uh, what a marine marathon and just just watch them just walk or something, or just. I mean, that's pretty much the whole movie in itself. Just walking, we're walking and walking and walking and walking. So there was a there was a bidding war, you know, to get to rights to actually have this show in your network. And it was between Amazon, Netflix, and HBO. If you had to choose between these three networks, which network would be the best network to host a show on? I say Netflix. Why Netflix? Because Netflix, as far as shows, Netflix Netflix hasn't really let me down. I mean, they've had some some shows that's probably been a little crappy, but for the most part, Amazon. I don't one. I don't have Amazon, but from the shows that I've seen, what they put out, I just have no interest in watching it. I didn't like the Tick when it was a cartoon. I'm definitely not gonna like it now when it's live. Oh, I actually I checked out the Tick. I I kind of liked it, but it was like <laughs> eight episodes. It was like no, it was like six episodes, thirty minutes. So it just flew by really quick. They really didn't get anything started. But I got some bad news for you. What's Amazon that? got the rights to this Lord of the Rings series that's in the works. And guess how much it cost? I mean, I'm thinking in the ballpark of some way of the billions. It cost a quarter billion dollars to get the rights. Man. Mm. Factor that into when they actually start shooting the show. <laughs> it's going to be way over a billion dollars. So this show... Better be one of the best shows ever made, and this is you're putting in so much money into this. That's, that can just bankrupt you right there. I mean, they're gonna have to keep going from that. So, so I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna work out, but Amazon has a lot riding on this. <laughs> yeah, you do. But this franchise, it's it's made a lot of money. It it has a a strong fan base. It does. So that's just gonna that's gonna help them. But like you said, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to do it right. Speaking of multi-billion dollar deals, mm -hmm. Disney is currently in talks to buy Fox. So sources say Disney would have the rights to everything with the exception of 
Fox News, sports broadcasting, and the local affiliate stations. I mean, Fox News is pretty much a joke itself, but Disney, it's Disney. You expect that. So Disney is just buying everything. I'm starting, yeah, I'm starting to get a little scared. Like eventually they're gonna control they're gonna, the world. They're gonna buy a country next. I'm afraid Mickey Mouse is just gonna like become a reality and just be like this dictator. That's what's gonna happen. Eventually everyone's gonna have to have Mickey Mouse tattoos. You remember that South Park episode when Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. was just pretty much kicking everybody <laughs> in the dick? With the Jonas brothers. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be our reality pretty soon if this happens. So, you you know, this means, like, for the MCU that we could possibly have the X-Men and the Fantastic Four existing in the MCU sharing storylines. You, you think that's a good thing? Because, um, you know, MC, the MCU, they haven't been doing any rated R films. That's true. And we had the Logan and the Deadpool rated R films. So what does that mean for them? Do you think that would stop? Like, what do you think would happen there? Uh, well, I guess with Disney, as long as they don't Disney it up, they just if they just sit back, say, "Here you go, do your thing." It should everything should go smooth. I mean, I mean, look at Star Wars. People would tick when Disney bought the rights to Star Wars, but it's the franchise is taking off. People love it because Disney just sat back and said, "Here, here's the keys. We're not gonna get involved. We're not gonna put our touch on it. You just keep moving." Just keep going, but like you said, our rated thing is that's a different ball game. So if Disney just lets it, just Disney just need to let them just let it just let things fly. Let it let let them do what they have to do. Yes, give us our rated, give us the cussing, give us the fighting, the brutal, the glow, the gore. Everything goes smooth. Yeah, but we that's not how Disney works. Like <laughs> when Disney. Um, when they got the rights to Spectacular Spider-Man, they canceled it and said, we're going to do our own thing. Mm-hmm. When they got the rights to, well, not the full rights, but when they got the Sony Spider-Man, they said, okay, we're going to stop the Andrew Garfield thing and we're going to do our own Spider-Man. So that uh-huh. just makes me think, are they going to do the same thing with the X-Man, just wipe the entire slate clean? They're going to wipe this entire slate clean. I mean, I guess you can do that with X-Man, like, because, like, who really cares about these <laughs> these these X-Men films at this point? Like, what else can they do? Like, Yeah, now you're looking... Okay, the, the two Spider-Man series was somewhat of a joke. It made money, but it was kind of a joke. Then the last Spider-Man movie was actually great. Everyone was excited. They said, okay, you did a good job. You put Spider-Man... You gave, him, you gave respect to the character again. So maybe Disney can do the same thing with the X-Men. Because the X-Men, all of them are forgettable anyway, except for, um, uh, what is the one? When they were all chill, they were all teenagers and crap. X-Men, is it? Not the, the X-Men first class? First class, that's it. First class was good. That was great. Everything else was kind of, eh. You don't like uh, Days of Future Past either? Days of Future Past wasn't bad, but I mean, like I said, it's, it's just forgettable. Like, I mean, can you really tell me what happened on the very first X-Men movie? It's been so long since I've seen the first <laughs> X-Men movie. Days of Future's Past was pretty good because it was basically rebooting the whole series. So that wasn't Which bad. Which was desperately needed after the third X-Men. Yes. That, that was just... That was a Hester. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who's no longer with us. <laughs> well, she's still alive, but she's not... She's not sad. answering her phone for some reason. She's sad to blow it off for a chili dog. Being an ass white. 
But the next X Men film that's coming out is Dark Phoenix. No oh, great. They've already they've already done this though, right? And X Men the reboot. Man. This is the reboot. So, like I said, maybe they'll do it. Maybe they'll do it justice. Maybe they'll get it right this time. I'm still waiting on the Gambit movie, which was supposed to happen. Gambit's one of my favorite characters. So you and Channing Tatum, you trust basically? No, they should let get somebody else to be Gambit. But I don't know, Channing Chan Tatum. He's 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 fine. Yeah, he's okay. I mean, not in an attractive sense, but like yes. he's a fine actor. Yeah, okay. And he, he didn't do bad in. Um, What's the last movie he was in? Uh, Kingsman? Yeah, he didn't do bad in Kingsman. Of course, he he wasn't in it that that? much. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like faulty advertising. He was like all in the trailers. Mm -hmm. They even had a a scene where he was like, uh, that's very American. He was like, fuck yeah. And that wasn't even in the movie. I was like, damn. Maybe his scenes were just that bad. (laughs) I don't know if it was because of him or the writing in the scene, but he was yeah, barely It's in the Channing Tatum effect, man. When you see less of them, it's great. You see more of them, you get tired of them. But I had a feeling this Disney Fox thing was in the works because when the MCU got started, Marvel started getting rid of all of their comic book <laughs> Fox characters. Like They discontinued Fantastic Four. <laughs> they killed off Wolverine. And I guess they did this so... Fox wouldn't have any storylines to copy in the future. Mm-hmm. But now Wolverine's alive again in the comics. So that says to me that, hey, you guys can start using the future storylines since we're working together now. So I kind of got the sense that that was going to happen. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the future. Mm. Maybe it'll be five years before we get these Fox characters into the MCU, but <laughs> I'm willing to wait. Yeah, I can, I can wait. All right, man, what's going on with all these sexual harassment allegations? <laughs> Again? I mean, yeah. this is popping up more than just than, than condos in D.C. This is just getting ridiculous. This time, Kevin Spacey <laughs> is on the chopping block. <laughs> this is just weird. What did Kevin do now? Explain to the audience. So, apparently, he's been harassing men for, like, a long time, pretty much his whole career. Like House of Cards employees alleged sexual harassment assault by Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and I'm kind of disappointed about this because Kevin Spacey, he's a great actor. And I actually watched House of Cards on Netflix. And now that has been discontinued because <laughs> he couldn't control himself on set. <laughs> I mean, he's harassing. Oh, gosh. Yeah, one of the production assistants said that uh, Spacey sexually assaulted him during one of the show's early seasons. All eight people, each of whom spoke to CNN on the condition of anonymity, saying it included non-consensual touching and crude comments targeted production staffers who were typically young and male. (laughs) I had no idea this guy was gay. I didn't either. But... Looking back on it, watching a lot of House of Cards episodes, mm-hmm. like he had some gay scenes. Like he's <laughs> he's like bisexual on the show, and mm-hmm. like when I'm seeing him kiss man, it was like really convincing. Like this dude <laughs> looks like he's really he into it. it. So that wasn't method acting. That was just him like Get enjoying what the hell he was doing at the time. So <laughs> it all makes sense. Mm. Well, 
mean, I haven't seen uh, House of Lies, but House of Cards. Cards. I'm sorry, House of Cards. No, that is a good show though. Yeah. You should check that one out too. I'll check it out, but Kevin, you just have to get it together, man. This is, and this is just getting ridiculous. I mean, I'm tired of turning on the TV, and every time I see there's a new sexual harassment case, somebody did this, someone did that. I mean, enough is enough. Also, comedian Louis C.K. has also. <laughs> now, that was the funniest thing. You actually asked, I mean, this is my thing. Can it really be that if he actually asked, could he do it? I mean, he asked, could he just show himself and touch himself in front of people and they actually agree to it. So can you really say it's sexual harassment? Can you really say it's unwanted if they agree to it? What's so ironic is like his <laughs> last Netflix comedy special, the first thing he says is, so rape. Like <laughs> he had like a whole 10 minute bit on rape. Like there's this joke where he was like, imagine this superhero who got his powers from raping people like the only way he could save someone is by raping them like like that's how he got his strength and his power so this all makes sense too like I, I'm kind of disappointed with Louis C.K. because he's one of my favorite comedians I'm like gosh like is anyone safe like I guess not stop being like, Bill Cosby for but that's the thing like I don't think Bill Cosby raped all those women if he did any at all, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. That's just me. Do I think he did? Do you think he made touch? Maybe a few. Yes, but come on now, fifty damn women. I don't think so. I mean, he's been been famous for a really long time. <laughs> I disagree. That's that's just me. It was a different time, and like females, they would say. Um, I mean, come on, that you go over this man's house at three, four o'clock in the morning. What do you expect? They say one, he didn't even, one in one instant, he didn't rape a woman. He just <laughs> drugged her and then dressed her up as a doll. That's kind of sad. Yeah, that's, uh, that's real creepy. <laughs> it's beyond creepy. <laughs> Life size version. Can you imagine just waking up and you're dressed up as a damn doll and shit and, and you're just like, what the hell? Well, that's, that's a typical Wednesday for me. So. That's, but that's neither here nor there. Okay. Leave that one alone. We all know what he does on his spare time. Hey, don't judge me. <laughs> Not judging, just a little disappointed. But go ahead. So you uh, you familiar with the comic book character Shazam? Yes. Apparently they casted that character. Why? Because Shazam is a movie coming out in 2019. Again, why? It should have ended when Shaq played Shazam. So the guy that's playing Shazam is... What's his face from Chuck? You ever watch Chuck? Oh, that's Shazam. Oh, that's why Shaq is cousin. Oh, you think about the Shaq Shazam? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the, the the other version of Superman. To me, that's kind of a waste. But uh, it's kind of a waste. What with the casting for Shazam? The movie itself, because it's like. DC hasn't got it right anyway, so. Yeah, that's, they have not hit, you seen Justice League yet? Yeah, so yesterday. Got to talk about that, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you want to start? Not yet, not yet. <laughs> um, the Rock, he's starring in another video game movie. 
Yeah, Jumanji. Not that one. That's not actually a video game. I'm talking about the video game Rampage. Oh, Lord. You remember that game? I, I don't think I played it, but... It was an arcade game with, like, a bunch of... A, a giant-sized ape, a lizard, and something else just, like, destroying the city and eating people. <laughs> so, you haven't seen the trailer for that either? I haven't seen the trailer, but I know it's stupid as The Rock. Yeah, it's another video game movie. Which they haven't gotten right yet. And in the trailers, they uh, say, from the director who bought you San Andreas, I don't know if that's supposed to get us excited <laughs> because that movie pretty much was... Every other disaster movie in the world. It didn't turn... It didn't flip the genre on its head at all, so... No. Having the director for this movie, David Sandberg, in the f- forefront pretty much did nothing for me. No. Why would it? And you didn't see The Incredibles, the first one, did you? Uh, no. There's a teaser trailer for that. So I'm excited for that. <laughs> Apparently Jack-Jack. The Incredibles, huh? Yeah, they're going to pick up where they left off, which was like, what, 2004? 13 years ago? That's that, kinda, just, that just sounds bad. It's kind of in, inexplicable not to <laughs> adjust for the time change. Yeah, at least they're trying. Hollywood's giving you something different. Black Lightning finally has a release date. When is that, sir? It's coming out January 16, 2018. I just wanted static. I mean, that's what I'm used to. That's what I wanted. But now we know we're not going to get a static because they're the same darn hero. But, eh. Yeah, it's going to come on Tuesdays. So I'm guessing it's going to get bumped. Uh, Flash is going to get bumped at 9 p.m. on Tuesdays. Okay. And Black Lightning is going to be on at 8. And then I got the... I'll have to check that out. Probably won't see too many crossovers because Black Lightning films in Georgia and Arrow, Flash, and Supergirl all film in Canada. Okay. So, like, with the studios being right next door to each other, they can pretty much walk over to the other set and, mm-hmm. like, do crossovers whenever they want. Yeah. There's going to be a crossover coming soon anyway. So getting the logistics right, getting Black Lightning in this Arrowverse, it's going to be a little tough, but we're just going to have to wait on it. <laughs> Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you into that? Not really. I need to sit down and watch it. I heard the only good season was when uh, Ghost Rider came. That was the only good yeah, one. Yeah, that was last season. But now they're in space for some reason. The okay. show's getting a little wacky. So now they're, now they're Star Trek bomb? Yeah, they're, they're, going, they're going the sci-fi route. I don't know where this is going to go, but I mean, sci-fi isn't bad if you just if it's done right. You got to get back on the train, man. <laughs> on the uh, Agents of Shield train. I'll check out the the, the series with Ghost Rider. So we're going to try out this new segment called "Get Hip to This," and I even took the liberty of making a theme for this special segment. So check it out. Hope you like it. Oh, 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 oh,
Need a comic book to read or something to binge? Have you tried watching the Cancel Fox series called Fringe? You're into anime? Well, we got you with that. The shows we suggest are way better than this rap. Netflix and chill? Or Amazon Prime? The shows we watch are all certified dimes, so I'm sticking a fork inside this rap. Recommendations get hip to that, to that, to that. So we said we were going to do recommendations. You know what? This is this is this may sound wrong, but people, if you haven't seen this yet, you should. I would say check out Big Mouth. Big Mouth, <laughs> the series on Netflix. <laughs> I didn't think anything can get even raunchier than South Park, Family Guy, but Big Mouth just blows them out the water. The show sounds raunchy. What is it about? The show is about basically these young kids basically reaching puberty, and it's just a lot of raunch and filth. And <laughs> there's actually one episode where a girl gets a period, and she's wearing these white pants. Oh, sign me up! <laughs> no, these these are these are these are little kids. That's 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 what that's where it gets you because it's like you're little kids and you're doing and this is what you're doing. This is what you're talking about. It's it's like wow, this you really pushed the envelope on this one. And it's hilarious? It is hilarious. It'll make you laugh. It's a sex monster and everything. <laughs> I don't want to give away too much, but let's just say <laughs> you feel somewhat guilty, but then like you can never do this. This can never be live. There's no way, no way in it possible. Well, I feel like this is a show everyone can relate to because <laughs> hey, we've all had those moments when we were young. Where we discovered ourselves. I'll just say hormones. this. But then, then there's some things that make you wonder, okay, you are a future Kevin Spacey or just a future pervert. There's a kid in there who actually makes his kind of makes his own sex doll out of a pillow and two bags of soup. <laughs> yeah. That's a weird way to describe it. Yep. And then at the end, he, at the end of it all, he eats the soup. Thor Ragnarok. Ready to talk about that? Yeah. So when the movie lights came up and the after credits went by, as you were walking out of the theater, what was your initial thought about this film? I thought it was good. I thought they they did better than the last Thor and definitely the first Thor. The first Thor was horrible. The second Thor was, was pretty good. And this one was actually decent, you know? You actually kind of respect... <laughs> you actually kind of respect Thor. I thought the second Thor was okay. Like it was, it was pretty forgettable. Like mm. if I had to give it a rating, I would have said it was like a six out of ten. But that's good for Thor. I mean, Thor one Thor is a, is a character no one really cared about anyway. Two, the first one was so horrible. It, it, it was, was beyond Hester. Yes, the only thing that was good about the first one was when he kicked his ass out of uh, out Asgard. of uh, yeah Asgard. That was the only good thing I liked about Thor. I liked the first action sequence when they were fighting the other frost giants. But <laughs> other than that, it was just him like trying to learn the cultures and the ways of earth, the fish out of the water concept that mm-hmm. we've seen over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this third Thor just, it wasn't like the other two Thors. It, nope. it didn't feel like a Thor movie, which isn't a bad thing, but like it was entertaining. And that's what you go to see these movies for to have fun with it. And yeah. that's what they did. I got to feel the guardians of the galaxy feel. That's what I got from it. So I'm going to give you a task, Gervais. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell the audience what the plot of this movie was. The plot of Thor? Ragnarok? Yeah. 
Well, the plot of this movie is basically Asgard is no longer. It's, yeah, that's it. As they realize that Asgard is not a place, it's actually the people who make Asgard. Yes, it sounds kind of weak, sounds kind of stupid, but that's what it is. Well, that plot was short and sweet. Yes. And terrible. (laughs) But yeah, um, Thor Ragnarok was directed by Taika Waititi, who also voiced the rock monster, Korg. (laughs) And fun fact, Taika Waititi claims that 80% of this movie was improvised. Did you know that? Did not. Looking back on it, can you kind of picture that the improvisation in some scenes? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like get help. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest bits in the movie was, I think some of that was probably improvised. I think, I think he did a good job, though. It's interesting that it kind of gets you ready for what's next for Thor. You know, one of the most prominent lines from the trailer mm-hmm. was also improvised. What's that? So basically, um, Thor referred to Hulk as a friend from work. Mm-hmm. That was my uh, Thor impression. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, apparently that line that Hawk is a friend from work was suggested by a Make-A-Wish kid who was visiting the set for the day. So... I thought that was an interesting fact. Pretty cool. And one of the cool things that I think about improv is like everybody is usually having fun. And I felt like all the actors on screen were having fun. Like it looked like they were having fun. Like there was no one out there trying to win an Oscar or anything. They just. But you can't with that. But I mean, again, like you said, it did like everyone was just having playing around. The girl, she seemed like she was serious and a drunkard. She's competing around with Hulk. It was nice. Yeah, and they finally, they gave Thor some personality. Yeah. Like, I felt like he was funny. Like, I felt like everybody in this movie was funny, with the exception of maybe one or two characters. (laughs) Like Odin, he probably wasn't funny, but... He never is. (laughs) Like, in the previous two films, they wanted Thor to be serious, so they had Kat Dennings as a comic relief. If you're not familiar with who that is... She's the waitress from that show, Two Broke Girls. And, like, she was annoying. So they, She's always annoying. They got rid of her. They got rid of Jane Foster. It's probably because of comic, uh, contract issues. Probably wanted too much money. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody in this movie was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, even the villain, Hella, played by Kate Blanchett. Like, she had her fun- funny moments as well. When she wasn't killing everything. Yeah, and she was an assassin. Yeah, she uh, she killed everybody. Well, everybody. I'm not. I don't want to say this villain was forgettable, because she did have a scene where she, she killed every, pretty much half the population of Asgard. Mm-hmm. That was a badass scene. Yep. But I felt like she was a side character. Like, whenever my thing is, what, what did she even need a dang on army for? She was an army herself. She took out an army. I mean, I guess it gets lonely just being at the top, you know? <laughs> want to have some other people up there with you. You can't be at the top and you're killing everyone. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. They, they should have kneeled. <laughs> they should have yeah, kneeled. Yeah, should have kneeled. I, would, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I would have kneeled. Yeah, that was kind of like a callback to the first Avengers movie. Like, remember when Loki was in German, Germany, mm-hmm. speaking English to the Germans, mm-hmm. saying, uh, kneel? 
<laughs> Hella said the same thing to Loki and Thor, so I thought that was a, a nice callback. Mm-hmm. But one of the funny scenes Hella had was like when she was talking to everybody on top of the pedal stool, and it was like, we can't hear you. You're like really far away. <laughs> it kind of just took away her badass moment. Do you think there was like too many funny moments in the no. movie? No, because like you said, this that's what made the movie better than the other two. They didn't go the serious route. They made it somewhat of a comedy. Like I said, it had to me, it had that Guardians of the Galaxy type feel to it. Mixture of comedy and action. My problem with this, with with the villain, with the, how they handled the villain was like when they cut the Thor and Loki on the junk planet. Mm-hmm. Like I forgot all about Hela. I was like, what is she doing? Like she's just chilling on Asgard, and like <laughs> she, it felt like a side story. Whenever they cut back to Asgard. Of course, that's. I mean, I guess you had you had to move things along. I mean, just to have them go to one planet and shoot back to the next is like, okay, what's why did this happen? What did you do? Yeah, but I felt like the main plot became the side story. Like she's trying to destroy Asgard, mm-hmm. but we're on this junk planet, and <laughs> Thor is trying to escape this planet for pretty much three thirds of the whole movie. Yeah, it's true. So it was a little. Yeah, they did kind of. They did kind of like push her back a little bit. So there was some pacing. Jeff Goldblum, what did you think of him as the Grandmaster? Jeff Goldblum acts the same way in everything. So <laughs> that sarcastic, very vicious type person too. My my that. I felt like Jeff Goldblum was yeah. He was just pretty much being himself. Self. Like yeah. Jeff Goldblum just out Jeff Goldblum everybody in this film. <laughs> Oh, okay. You want me to just do this? All right. He had the melting stick thingy. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much melting everybody to butter. And then like, just not even flinching. Just How can you just disintegrate somebody right in front of you and don't even flinch? Well, I guess when you've been alive as long as the Grandmaster has been alive, I guess you've seen a lot of people die. You kind of become numb to it. And yeah. And you get bored. You need something to do. I guess killing, being a murdering psychopath is fun, fun. I guess. Yeah. I would think that would get old after a while, but, you know, maybe not. Everything gets old after a while. Yeah. Unless you're Jeff Goldblum. You just find something else to do. Yeah. And find some other people to murder in movies. It was kind of weird that they casted him, but at the same time, the casting was perfect. Yeah, I was shocked to see him in the movie. But then again, he played his part good, so... What did you think about his right-hand woman? That the ogre? Old. The ogre-looking lady? Yeah, did her did her jokes land? Did you find her annoying? Or? She was somewhat annoying. You kind of wanted her to get hers. You were waiting for her to get hers. So that, she's, she's, she's a necessity. You always have that one character in the movie that you just really hate. And you're just like, I want to see. I can't wait to see what happens to this person. So, you know. Like, her face was, like, scrunched up the, <laughs> the entire, entire movie. It's like, what are you holding in a fart? Like. Just her face kind of looked like a fist, so a fist that's like been punched in the face, face. by a vagina. Yes, but fists don't have face. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. Doctor Strange was in this movie. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, how'd you like that? Was that a nice surprise? Did you see that coming because of the Doctor Strange after credit scene from what last year? I thought that was kind of cool the way they like tied it into each other. That was, I was like, okay. Because I remember that from the Doctor Strange movie when he uh, sat down and had a talk with Thor. And then it was kind of funny going around with Ben with Loki 
and how he kicked Loki and him off the planet, off the planet. So, yeah, it was like Loki got taken down a peg. Like this dude is yeah. smug, and I felt like he was getting tossed around the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like when he uh, went up, tried to go against Doctor Strange. Like Doctor Strange just easily brushed him to the mm-hmm. side. He's like, okay, I'm done here, and just <laughs> teleported him to another planet. But Loki had a line where he fell from a port. He was like, I've been falling for 30 straight minutes. I thought that was funny. I'm used to Loki being all serious and somewhat menacing. But mm. Yeah, they did make him the comic relief. Apparently, he's no match for Doctor Strange. No one for that matter. So were you surprised? Because like, when we last saw Loki, he was impersonating Odin mm-hmm. in the second Thor movie. So I thought that was going to be like, the major plot, but they kind of brushed that off. aside really quickly. Are and you I'm, glad they did that, or did you want to? I'm see? actually glad they did because it, it made way for other villains. So if they have him go around the band with Loki again, it's like, eh. But then if you try to make Loki another main villain, how can you? Because he's clearly no match for Thor or anyone else. It's kind of like any Batman movie where they have a main villain, and what Joker comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's like we get it. This is your best villain, but yep. Give someone else some shine. Yeah. And Matt Damon, he came out of nowhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Did you enjoy that little tidbit? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, all in all, I give the the movie was pretty good. I'm waiting to see what's gonna happen next with him. Or what next is the Infinity Gauntlet, so. But it's kind of weird now. He has one eye, you made him just like his father, so that's yeah. kind of gross. It's going to be weird to see Thor with an eye patch for the rest of the MCU. And no hammer. He needs the hammer, man. That's what I'm saying. The hammer, hammer makes... That's why I was like, is the hammer ever going to come back to him or he's just going to fight without it? Because the hammer actually is his personality. Yeah, because in that uh, first action sequence when he was fighting Surtur and he was using... That was probably the best Thor action scene I've ever seen, ever. <laughs> like, the way he was using that hammer, like... Mm-hmm. They finally got it right with the hammer. Usually, he just throws it at a couple of people, mm-hmm. and that's Pops it. Back. But I felt like they used the full force and range of the hammer in that first scene. And then she breaks it, so it's like the hammer and, won't come then, back. Then Hella comes around and just ruins it for everybody. She really did. No, no more hammer jokes. I'm sorry. She, I, all, when I first saw, all I could think about was Peggy Bundy. That's all I could think she about. She looks like Peggy Bundy. Exactly like Peggy Bundy. Ow. That's all I could think about. I don't understand why Al didn't find Peggy attractive. I I found Peggy attractive. Body-wise, I did. She had a nice shape. Like, he never wanted to have sex with Peggy Bundy for some (laughs) reason. Like, dude, what's wrong with you? Your wife's hot. Yeah. I went around with her. That's that's love and marriage for you. Married with children. Goes around with the horse and carriage. (laughs) What did you think of the uh, Thorn Hawk fight? Was it too CGI for you? Did, did the Hulk look decent? The Hulk looked decent. I, I kind of want a little bit more. But, you know, I guess, like, they moved. I like I liked the way Thor moved everything along. Like, there wasn't no lag in the movie. Everything was moved around, moved along, plot by piece by piece in the right way. So, I really can't complain. Um, I wanted to see them really go to battle, though. But it looked like Thor could beat the Hulk. The way they was make shaping everything out to be, like like the Hulk couldn't handle him. Well, Thor had him beat. Yeah, that's that's what shocked me. 
But Jeff Goldblum had to cheat and electrocuted him with his dog collar. Mm-hmm. But there was a funny scene in the fight where Thor is like, hey, big guy, sun's <laughs> getting low. Why don't you go ahead and touch this hand? And it just snatched him from under him and started ragdolling him <laughs> like they did Loki in the first movie. And Loki jumps up like, yes, now you know how it feels. <laughs> that was funny. I was laughing back. They should have a Hulk just like ragdoll at least one person in mm-hmm. every film that he's in, like for the rest <laughs> of the film. But that sun getting low is kind of creepy, though. <laughs> Sun's getting low, big guy. I give you twenty dollars if you go up to a random stranger and say that to him. Try to touch the hand. I'm gonna go up to like some muscle bound guy in the gym that's just like <laughs> pumping iron. Or actually, like do it in the bathroom, like while he's in the stall. He's <laughs> like, "Hey, turd's getting low, big guy. <laughs> Let's go ahead and." Let me rub the palm of your hand right quick. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that's disgusting and yet. Hey, it's a it's a disgusting, creepy thing you have to say to the Hulk every time he turns into the Hulk. It, it really is. But apparently the Hulk has been the Hulk for like two straight years. You didn't so even he know has it. like the dialect in mind of a five year old. Yes. But the more angry he gets, the more powerful he gets. Hulk was actually kind of funny in this. I'm kind of glad they gave the Hulk some personality. Mm-hmm. Well, you saw it coming. Like you said, they gave everyone personality. The only thing they didn't have personality was that big giant wolf dog. Oh, it was a wolf. Yeah, a giant wolf, which I didn't understand why she had it, but, you know. Like I said, it gets lonely at the top, you know? <laughs> she Maybe she needed a, a pet to stroke while she sat in her chair. Probably so. Maybe I should rephrase that. Yes. I think you should. That's just about as creepy as the whole, hey, sun's getting low, big guy. Yeah, but the Hulk was funny. I felt like he he was a big child. He had some <laughs> funny moments where Hulk liked fire and Thor's like, I like fire. and That's kind of annoying to me when he talks like that. It's like, please shut up. It just sounds so illiterate. Just please. And Thor's, he's kind of a thick. Like, there was a, there was a point in the movie where he was... Talking to the hawk, he's like, "Hey, hawk, I need you, man." He's like, "I need you to help us get out of here." And he's mm-hmm. like, "No, you just want me to turn back into Bruce Banner." He's like, "I don't even like Bruce Banner. Like, you're my guy." And then <laughs> when Bruce Banner comes back around, <laughs> he says the same thing to like, "I don't like the hawk. I like you for your smarts. Help us get out of this situation." Yeah, he was kind of an ass. What did you think about uh, Valkyrie? She was the other Asgardian warrior that captured Thor. She was cool. Like, she she was a girl who could fight, drink all day, make her money, then go home. I mean, what more can you ask for in the female? She was so selfish. <laughs> and how many women aren't? Well, that's sexist. Yes, let me rephrase that. <laughs> But no, I, I, she was a good touch. <clears throat> I want to see her and Thor really go ahead and fight. I kind of I like I like Tessa Tom and Thompson's Valkyrie character, but I don't know if we'll ever see her again in the MCU. I don't know if we need to see her again, but I wouldn't mind if we did. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. This is like like I said, what's going to happen now? Are they going to land, or are those four going to go out and start? Fighting evil doers. I mean, what's going to happen with this? 
I don't know. We'll probably never see Valkyrie again. Maybe when they make another Thor movie. Mm-hmm. But she's kind of a self-contained character. Like, she's so associated with Thor. I don't know if she's going to fit into these these next Infinity Warm films. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that works out. Well, just remember, everyone dies in Infinity. Bruce Banner, he was good. Um, I felt like we got to see a lot less of that tormented Bruce Banner that's always whining and complaining. All the time. It looked like he was having fun out there. Mm. But, like, he looked confused, like, the entire movie. (laughs) Which is what he always looks like. It's like, you know your purpose. You know in this battle, you're useless. You got to turn into the Hulk. So just turn into the Hulk. What about uh, Owen, played by Anthony Hopkins? Did Did we care about his death? No. Yeah, I felt like that was the one serious moment that they tried to go for that just felt flat. Like, he just burst into, like, gold dust. Yeah, and it starts flying, sprinkling around everywhere. Like, it's it's a... I felt like they were at a strip club and, like, glitter just but flew off some stripper's To me, didn't they kind of make it so easy for her to come around? Like, he was the only reason... He was the only thing that was stopping her? Yeah, you think they would have had some more... Precautions. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, why he dies and she appears? That that was just kind of that was kind of weak to me. They could have did better with that part. And apparently, Asgardians live for a really long time, but you know, this yeah. man has to die at some point. But, but Hela was a big kept secret mm-hmm. because before Thor was even born, Odin was conquering worlds and murdering people. So mm-hmm. I guess you can kind of see why. He didn't tell anybody about this. <laughs> but he was not a kind king. Odin was a horrible person at one point. But after he got his kicks in, he's like, you know what? How about we stop enslaving people? It's kind of like Americans just like slaving black people. Like, Let's let them build up the entire country and then, then we'll set them free. Then we'll do that. How about that? That'll but work. not not fully free. Just we'll have, we'll be able to control them. But you know, did we enjoy Stan Lee's cameo? Yeah, that part was kind of funny. Please, kind sir, don't cut my hair. <laughs> Please don't cut my hair. Never die, Stan Lee. We never get tired of your cameos. That's true. All right, where does uh, where does this film rank out of all the Marvel MCU movies so far? <clears throat> There's been a lot of them. Um, Let me see how many MCU movies have been made. I would definitely put it way above Iron Man. Any of all of the Iron Man. Um, oh, as I told you, I did not like the uh, that second Avengers. I just, I don't know. I just got disappointed. Maybe I'm just comparing too much to the first one. Okay, so right now there's... 15 MCU movies that have been made since 2008. Where does Thor Ragnarok rank? Let me see. Out of 15. Out of 15. It's kind of hard to say because... I mean... Marvel does really good with the like the lesser known heroes like Doctor Strange. I thought that was really good. Uh, Ant Man was really good. So it's 
kind of hard to put that. It's kind of hard to say. I would maybe put it at. Okay, there's 16 of these. 16. The article I was looking at was hasn't been updated <laughs> since May 9th. Seem like you're struggling over there, man. <laughs> mm. I, it's the best so far was the Avengers. That's the first one. That's I my would, number one. That's my number one. I will put Captain America uh, Winter Soldier as number two. That's my number two. Um, the third. Let me see. I will go with Guardians of the Galaxy for probably the third one. My number three is Age of Ultron. No, Civil War. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, let me see what else. See, it's kind of a toss-up because if you throw in... If you throw in... Um, this is your number four. Like I say, Ant-Man... I think Ant-Man was a little better than Doctor Strange. Maybe, but... So Ant-Man is better than Thor Ragnarok Because you're on your fourth film Right now I would probably put Thor Ragnarok Over Ant-Man and Doctor Strange I'm going to rank it over there So that's your four So Hmm I would like to throw some of the X-Men into the mix But I know that's a different Yeah that's thing. not in the MCU I know that's a separate thing So Thor is the fourth best in this MCU Is pretty much what you're saying I mean, I know it's maybe something out there I can't think of at the moment, but... Well, you got two Hulk movies. You got two other Thor movies. Ant-Man, Doctor Strange. (laughs) Two Hulk movies. Two Thor movies. We already discussed that that was better than that. You got two Avenger movies. (laughs) I mean, I like the first Avengers. The second Avengers was kind of disappointing to me, but I may need to look at it again. You got two Guardians movies. Yeah. I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, but that's that's the thing. It gives, it gives me like a Guardians and of the you Galaxy. Got two film. Captain America, three Captain. America. It was better than the second uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That that for sure. But I might put Thor for number four. The second Guardians of the Galaxy is four, or Thor is four. I will put Thor over the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. But to me, it's all that's what it kind of reminds me of that the Guardians of the Galaxy series. It has that feel to it, the comedy and the action. Well, just for kicks, what's your top five then? Let's see. We had we had the first Avengers, of course. Second one was that? Captain America: Civil War. I mean, Winter Soldier. Sorry we about that. that. <laughs> you went with Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is my third. I went with Civil War. You will go. So you just love that damn movie. Um, four it, was Thor. Four, yeah, I say I Ragnarok Rock was that. four. Um, you agree with that? That's a shocker. Uh, let's see. And my my fifth was Age of Ultron. Yeah, Ultron. My fifth would be, you know what? What the hell? Oh shit! What? No, we said the Avengers is one. Okay. Yeah. What's your fifth? Let's see. That's a tough one. Because would I throw Ant Man up there, or would I throw Doctor Strange up there? I feel like the first Captain America was really underrated. That you know what? That was really that was pretty good. The first Captain America was pretty good. When I first watched, I was like. I'm not sure if I like this. And then I watched it again and I was like, you know, this isn't that bad. Yeah, it's not a it's not that bad. So yeah, I, I would throw the Captain America up there. So that's your top 
Mm-hmm. Top five. Mm-hmm. Captain America, the first Avenger is your fifth best. Mm-hmm. All right, so we disagreed on two films. <laughs> our, our number two and our number five. Mm-hmm. And you really, you really sold with Age Voltron. Yeah, that, that's 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 a hit for you. It's a fun, entertaining movie. <laughs> like I, they just talk too damn much. It's like, and then you you talk about Hawkeye. No one gives a crap about Hawkeye. He's just a filler. He's, that was the only part that slowed down for me. That's that's the thing. If he hadn't have been that slow, I would have enjoyed it more. And I actually enjoyed that scene. <laughs> so you enjoy slow. You it's kind of like if you make an album, you make an album of fifteen songs. Yeah. You know you got to put some filler songs on Maybe it. That just a skit. Uh, yeah, and that's that's what I got from from that movie. It's like eh, that well, here's scene. the thing: no one cares about Hawkeye. All he does no. is shoot arrows. So I thought it was fine that they tried to give this guy some character development. So no. I was like, let me get to know this guy. Like, I much rather get to know Black Widow just to see how she digs and probes in people's minds just from talking to him. That's more interesting than a guy who just shoots arrows. Well, hey. we got a little bit of that when Scarlet Witch. Uh, <laughs> did her voodoo thing on her, mm-hmm. so we got to see a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we're ever going to get a feature films Black Widow movie. Mm-hmm. No. Some more Hawkeye on the farm. That'll work for me. <laughs> Plus he had that shining moment where he was like, once you go through that door, you're an adventure. Now I'm going to go shoot these arrows at some machines. And that's what made it kind of stupid. Help. Then you kill Quicksilver, which is kind of messed up. It's like Quicksilver was fun. So, I don't know. Maybe I, I like speeches, but you shouldn't have killed Quicksilver. All. It could be a possibility that he comes back in the Infinity War with the Reality Stones. By the way, we haven't seen all the Reality Stones yet. Mm-mm. Like when the Thor Ragnarok movie first started off, we get this narration or exposition by Thor. He's talking to a skeleton. He was like. So, fought some robots, uh, fought some aliens, went looking for some reality stones, didn't find those. It's kind of like they wanted this movie to be self-contained. Yeah. It's like they didn't want it to focus on setting up other movies. Mm-hmm. But in the after credit scenes, we got two. <laughs> the first one was with Jeff Goldblum being overthrown <laughs> by the rebels. Mm-hmm. Is he dead? Who knows? No, he's not dead. And in the second after credit scene, Thor's on a ship. He's looking out into space along with Loki, and this huge giant ship pops up. This is apparently one of Thanos' ships. And if it is, that's it for Thor. And we have you seen the trailer for the Infinity War? I have not seen the trailer for Infinity There's War. There's a... There's a trailer with some really bad footage, but <laughs> it starts off with the Guardians of the Galaxy just flying through space, mm-hmm. and Thor smacks their windshield. So I'm guessing whatever happens on this ship that takes over the ship at the end of Thor Ragnarok, Thor escapes. People probably lose their lives, and he meets. <laughs> but then we mean the, the Hulk got taken out. What is it? What is it with you and Hawkeye, man? What do you have against that guy? I said that means the Hawk got taken out. Oh, yeah. that that would suck, though. Yeah, but hopefully, you get like a badass fight with the Hawk, and but then again, Thanos has probably just smacked the Hawk around. There you go. You'd probably be no match for that guy. Which is weird because the Silver Surfer can actually go toe to toe with Thanos when I was told. Yeah, in the comics, Doctor Strange and uh, the Silver Surfer are 
the two main heroes that uh, stop Thanos. But Silver Surfer is a Fox property with Fantastic Four, and they ruined the Silver Surfer. And that's the CGI another, was terrible. <laughs> that's another thing I like to ask you. Do you think Silver Surfer gets, should have his own movie? He's a really popular character yeah. in the comics, but mainstream-wise, uh, I don't think do? enough people care. But we've... With Guardians of the Galaxy, we've seen that obscure characters mm-hmm. can actually become good movies. Yeah. Who gave a shit about Ant Man and the Guardians of the Galaxy? There you go. Well, Doctor Strange. Strange. So I mean, maybe they can do something, but they got to get them back from Fox first. Yeah, Disney has to get on that by Fox. Do you want to see a Silver Surfer movie? I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Given what you've done so far with characters, I didn't give a crap about. Yes, I'll take it. Are there any comic book characters in general? That you want to see get their own movie. I told you I wouldn't mind seeing Gamma get his own movie. Just to see what happens. I think I, that's in the works. Yeah. No Static Shock movie? You don't want that? I do want a Static Shock movie. I want that, but that's DC. Well, no, that's not even DC. What is he? He's like... Well, Static Shock is owned by some company that I can't remember. Mm. And DC owns the rights, that shares the rights with Static Shock. So, so Static needs his own movie. Flash definitely needs his own movie. Well, that's in the works. Yeah. Um, actually, well, we we haven't talked about that yet, but I don't know if I want to say he can hit his own movie, but I actually thoroughly enjoyed him in Justice League. I'll I'll say, who? Did you like his costume? Who Flash? Yeah. The helmet, yeah. The other, no, it felt it looked like it was really garbage. rubbery. Yeah, it looked like it was somebody balled his uniform up and he put it on. I preferred the. CW's Flash's costume yes. over there. He needs to know how to run. He's, he runs like he's skipping or something. He's about to fall over. He's clumsy as hell. What's so weird about the way... I guess we're we're doing Justice League. Yeah, we might as well just do Justice League. I guess what's so weird about the way he runs is like, it's all arms. Like Yes. Who runs like, like that? Like, like the other Flash, CW runs... It, it, looks, it looks real. The way he runs is like he's... I don't like he's skipping with the holding baskets or something. I don't I don't get it. Like this actor has one job. Just run. Run, Barry. Run. <laughs> and you're just like using all arms. And leaning forward very much so. So you wanna try to explain the plot of Justice League? Uh, should I do I have to? Yeah, go for it. Let's, let's see you struggle. Well, Justice League is about some aliens that come to Earth after they realize Superman's dead and they try to take over. That's the plot in a nutshell. And then these other heroes will have to get to come together, sacrifice their differences. It's weird because first they say, I don't want to work with you, I don't want to work with you, and then they end up working together anyway. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So what's so weird about this movie was <laughs> Steppenwolf or Dubstep, whatever his name was. Steppenwolf. Yeah, stepping out. Why is he called that? I don't know. But he uh, waited years. He waited until Superman died to show up. But my question is, Superman wasn't always on the planet Earth. So why did you wait then? You could have been destroyed the Earth yeah, if you wanted to. Pretty like, much. What the hell? Why were this guy was clearly procrastinating. It's like, you want to go run some errands? Like, I'll destroy Earth later. Like, what were you doing? It's going to be years? there for a while, like, until the sun explodes. So, 
the opening scene, the CG, the CGI looked terrible. Was I the only one who thought that? No. Like you looked at Gotham, and it kind of looked like the set from the TV show Gotham. <laughs> like then Batman muscle bound as hell, but I don't think he's that jacked. I think that's like most of it is the suit. With I know, but it just looks because it doesn't look real. No. He looks a little way bigger than he should be. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not quite sure if Ben Affleck is even in that good shape. Because <laughs> it, it looks like he doesn't want, he looks bored. Did you get that sense? <laughs> yeah. Because there's been rumors that he doesn't want to be Batman anymore. Well, they say he wanted to make direct Batman and they took it from him. And that's the thing. I think he's a yeah, little pissed because he didn't like him. the script. So now he's like, Pouting and folding his arms in every scene, like I don't want to be here. And then it was weird, like in the beginning of the movie, where Batman's taking out this common criminal, and then this monster shows up. What do they call them? The parademons? Yeah, which that didn't make much sense either. Like, why would you focus on that? What 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 made you go to him just like that? I understand it. But the thing is, like after the parademon died. He just has this conversation with the criminal. It's like, so what does this mean? The war is coming. I'm going to leave and not arrest you now. Like, <laughs> just let the criminal go. So what were you chasing him in the first place? And what's so messed up is, like, this criminal was shooting at Batman, and Batman was, like, in front of an apartment building. Like, any one of those bullets could have, like, struck a 10-year-old child, and you just <laughs> let this guy go because some... Alien conveniently came out of nowhere. But to me, they made Batman somewhat useless. Like, he could barely beat those damn things. Well, whenever I watch Justice League, I always feel like Batman was useless. Like, well, he's the smartest I, one, but. That's why I don't really like Batman and Justice League properties because he doesn't have powers and he can't go up against the threats that's like threatening the world. But he's managed to do it. I don't know how. It was weird they had that uh, Batman wall crawling tank. Like, where did that come from? Why did they need that? And like, why was it so damn slow? And it I was thought like, it took forever to even get to the damn scene. It was, like, so specific to the situation that they were in. Like, how do you even know to bring something like this? Well, he is Batman. He's the world's greatest mind. has the world's greatest mind. Well, so. I guess Batman always has something specific to the situation that he's in. Even though he doesn't have room to carry all these gadgets, <laughs> the here the character acting wise I enjoyed was uh, Cyborg. I thought Cyborg did a good job. And he's the character you don't want to give a shit about anyway. But I was like, hmm, he didn't do a bad job playing him. Flash was it's almost as if he was copying the, the new Spider Man movie with the Flash, but he was yet more whiny and useless. Yeah, but I felt like Cyborg, just like Batman, didn't have much to do. Well, he's Cyborg. I mean, he's smart. What really can you do? Like they're talking about making a movie, his own movie, but can you really do it? I I, I don't know. I kind of want to see Blue Beetle for that matter. Not familiar with that character. His powers are somewhat similar to Cyborg. He has a mask and shit. He looks like those little. Demon things that were flying around. That's kind of what Blue Beetle looks like. I thought that was going to be the invasion that they had, but they chose a different route. Once again, they keep changing things around. 
Cyborg needs to get a little more personality. I don't know if Cyborg is in the comics is similar to the Cyborg from the okay. first Teen Titan Thanks. show. Mm-hmm. But that Cyborg was a fun character. This Cyborg was depressing. Like I'm a monster and like I got I got poor with that. <laughs> I feel like the only like Jason Momoa, the guy who played Aquaman, he looked like he was having fun. Yeah, he did, but he looks like all he does is have fun. Drink and have fun. And that's what he looks like. Did we enjoy Aquaman? Yeah, he was all right. Like he wasn't in he didn't really get much to do either. Like no. What can Aquaman do if he's not in water? <laughs> well, you, yeah, I know you're getting that from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, but like he didn't. Help! We didn't really get to see him use he's his powers, been... but one time, and that was when, that power. I mean, when they were in that tunnel, and he like stopped that rush of water. And then he says the water talks to the fish. I'm like, I thought you talked to the fish. But what was so stupid about that scene was Cyborg fired a missile and they're like in this tunnel that's surrounded by water. Yeah. So that was kind of dumb. And Cyborg's supposed to be this genius. That didn't make much sense. I like how Stephen Wolf just caught it and then just looked at it. And, and said this is a primitive weapon. Mm-hmm. Then just threw it at the wall and then the water comes in. But the funny, the ironic thing is, like, when he stole the mother box from uh, that island, like, like, they were shooting bows and arrows at him. <laughs> and yet, a rocket, a heat-seeking missile is a primitive weapon. Yeah. But the thing that gets me with that is, this is my thing. Um, If you keep shooting arrows, once you shoot a first arrow and it doesn't work, why do you keep shooting them? What's weird is like these Amazonian warriors, they know about the outside world. Why not get some guns? Or better get better weaponry. Something. They just want to be old school knives and shit. Like we don't need a man made weapon. We're which, fine with our bows and arrows. Which kinda is a man made weapon, but I don't know. That's them. Like I would, I wouldn't mind being a guy stranded on that island, though. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm not gonna lie. And this is the only reason why, because Slim Pickens, they have no one else to choose from. Yeah, but if you get those kind that actually hate men, that's your ass, and you can't beat them at all. Well, yeah, it's probably some like diehard lesbians on that. There island you go. And- now, if they were all down for it, yeah. But let's be honest, who could last with all those? And <laughs> they're strong as hell. <laughs> It'd be worn out before the afternoon. <laughs> How do, how do they get pregnant again? Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out myself. Comic books. Mm-hmm. Aren't they great? <laughs> Gal, can... Gal Gadot, did we like her as Wonder Woman? Did she knock the performance out of the park? I mean, she did what she could. Like Everyone was excited about this because of Wonder Woman. But this was not good. Better. This was not better than Wonder Woman. It was, however, better than Batman vs. Superman. But hell... Making a turkey sandwich on damn on 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 film is better than Batman versus Superman. So, I think everyone is in consensus when they say this movie was a step in the right direction. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that's true. But then again, it's but DC. Again, it, they had nowhere to go but up, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, this movie was it was directed by two people, 
Zack Snyder was the original director, mm-hmm. but uh, he had some tragedy in the family, so he had to step away from the project. And then Josh Whedon stepped in, mm-hmm. and uh, he asked for some reshoots. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing this Justice League movie was going the same route. It was going to be like really serious. Mm-hmm. And then Josh Whedon comes in. Josh Whedon is the guy that directed the Avengers. Okay. And he also directed Buffy. I don't know if you watched that show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> but I think a lot of the quippy dialogue came from him. And they tried to make some of the characters a little more funny than usual. Like Batman had a scene where he was like, I hear you can talk to fish. And there was a, like, so you can really talk to fish, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was another scene where like, something's definitely bleeding I was like, yeah. I'm not used to Batman being all. That's what I'm saying, like that, and then being so useless, like mm. it was weird. And uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but Henry Cavill, who plays Superman, mm-hmm. um, he was filming Mission Impossible Six. <laughs> He's playing the villain in that movie, and when Josh Whedon came in and said, "I want to do some reshoots." Henry Cavill had to come back in and do his scenes. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, Henry Cavill had a mustache, and Universal Studios said, during filming, you cannot shave this mustache mm-hmm. no matter what. And Warner Brothers was like, well, we need him to shave his mustache. And it was this back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> Long story short, Henry Cavill couldn't shave his mustache. Mm-hmm. So Warner Brothers had to digitally CGI his mustache off his face. And I don't know if you... <laughs> Notice, but his face looked weird, especially in the opening scene where he's doing an interview with that kid mm-hmm. who's holding his cell phone in portrait mode. Mm-hmm. Like his face just looked really scrunched up. I don't know if you noticed that. I wasn't really wasn't paying attention to it. That was kind of annoying to me. That scene right there. It looked like Superman was annoyed too. Like, yeah, but he's like, "Let me do it because you're a kid." It kind of reminded me of an athlete when when children come around and bother them, or people just bother them. Like you see an athlete after the um, post interview. And they're talking about the fight or the game. That's what it reminded me of. He was asking some really stupid questions, though. Mm-hmm. Have you ever fought a hippo? <laughs> what did you think about that scene where the Justice League were was going up against Superman? Did we enjoy that scene? Yeah, a little too short, though. Yeah, I felt I, like... I thought Aquaman would be able to match him a little bit more. They're making Superman where he's just pretty much invincible because Steppenwolf can't even do anything with him. Yeah, my favorite my favorite scene in this entire movie was when the Flash was running around Superman. Yeah, and he looks. Superman is holding three people in his hands. He's like, his eye is following the Flash, mm-hmm. and the Flash is like, "Wait, this this dude can see me right now?" Like, like he was that that was that was gold for me. But other than that, a lot of this stuff fell flat. <laughs> This is my thing. Do you want your movies to be your hero movies to be serious, or you want to have some comic relief? I mean, I want to have some comic relief, but this movie felt like it was directed by two different people. Yeah, it felt like it had two different tones. Like you can even look at some of the scenery; like it looks dark, but they're trying to have humor. Like in in the Avengers, everything's bright, everyone's having fun, everyone's quippy. Uh-huh. But in Justice League, it was just like dark. But that's what they were copying, though. If you can see, it was just trying to copy the Avengers somewhat. 
And when Superman came back and started fighting Steppenwolf, like you said, I just like Steppenwolf was no match for Superman. It was just like too easy. Like at least have him like get some hits in. Like once Superman showed up, the day was saved. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, this movie felt short too. It felt rushed. Like it was an hour and fifty nine minutes, and I felt like the studio was like, "You got to cut it down to two hours or less." Did it feel rushed to you? It, to me, it just felt like they were trying to. Okay, let's let's see what the Avengers did, and let's kind of copy it to our own standards. That's what it looked like to me. Well, we just gotta like, wait for the director's cut. Director's cut's probably gonna be like three and a half hours. Who knows? Oh God, yeah, I don't know if I can sit through all that. Check it out, man. You might like it. Maybe, but to me, it's like it wasn't. It wasn't too terrible of a movie. Like, well, like it was just complete garbage. Like you said, it 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 opened the door for a new movie, another a sequel. But I don't know. Disney DC has to do better though. I mean, you did good with Wonder Woman, but now you just kind of like now it makes me wonder: Is Wonder Woman going to be garbage? The second, the sequels are that going to be garbage? Well, next up is Aquaman. You excited for that? Not really. Me neither. I have no, I have no face in, D, in DC. Five movies in, they've only gotten right once. It's taking you this long to put a Flash movie together, even though you were setting this up. But no, Flash was coming out. It's, it's filming. Yeah, but it took you this long to get Flash. I mean, if you'd have came out with a Flash movie, you you should. And Flash is a character that deserves respect. It's kind of like, like Spider Man. You deserve respect. It, yes, it took them a while to get the Spider Man right, but it shouldn't take you this long to get Flash right. So you you don't like. Ezra Miller as the Flash, the guy that played Flash. No, I'm saying it. When it came to Spider Man, it took you a while to get the movie correct. Like the last Spider Man was great. That that's the best Spider Man movie they've come out with. With the Flash, DC has screwed up on so many characters. Like you just don't want to see that happen. Like Flash is one of my favorite um, characters in DC in DC universe. So just don't don't mess it up. Like like Wonder Woman. I didn't expect Wonder Woman to be that good. Of course, I didn't really care too much about That's one of the characters I didn't really care about much anyway. I never really cared that much about Superman either. But you did a great job with Wonder Woman. Keep it going. Yeah, Superman's born. Yes. It's too perfect. Hmm. What did you think about the Superman movie, though? The uh, Man of Steel? Mm-hmm. I thought it was born. He was just brooding the whole movie. And then... It picked up once... Once he started fighting the villains, that was some good action scenes. I mean, that's when I got interested, but by the time that happened, I was like, I don't want to sit through that other stuff over. <laughs> so when you get it, so when you bought the DVD, you just kind of like I never fast bought the DVD, it. but like you kind of showed me DVD the movie, last week. If if the man is still was on TV and he was fighting what General Zod, mm-hmm. yeah, I watched that part, but that's mm-hmm. it. Well, when the, when the the lady when they first came there, that was kind of interesting too. That fight scene was good as well. You know, the lady was fighting um, different people. I don't even remember. I haven't watched that movie in so long. <laughs> I didn't like it. I don't like the DC universe. <laughs> so I hate it all. The only thing you like is Wonder Woman. That's it. Did you notice they got like a lot of shots of Wonder Woman's ass in this movie? There were some. Scenes, Why is that surprising to you? There were some scenes where like the camera was like. Why is that surprising like, to you? Like. Her ass was just like in the center of the show. There shot. you go. Why is that surprising to you? I don't know. That's, 
I guess when you, you got to sexualize somebody in these movies. And then there's going to be another sexual lawsuit coming up. Sexual harassment lawsuit. Louis Lane, do we, do we care about her? Do we ever? I don't know. She didn't have anything to do either. Nope. Writing fluff pieces. All right. Yeah, anything else you want to add? How was your Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was great as always. Dinner with family. Loved it. Had fun. Enjoyed myself. Always. Well, the Cowboys won. No, no they Cowboys lost. lost. So that was good. No, they can't get it together. Won. They can't get it together. So it was a fun Thanksgiving. <laughs> My Dubai trip was pretty awesome. What did you do in Dubai? You saw um, a video of you riding, rapping on the camel like you were Marshawn Lynch. So I rode a, rode a jet ski. <laughs> by, the, by the way, I just learned how to swim over the summer. So... <laughs> If I fell into the ocean, there's a possibility I could have died, but I did that. That was fun. Um, you fell into the ocean or you just rode the jet ski? No, I'm saying, like, if I would have fell into the ocean off the jet ski, like, <laughs> probably would have drowned in Dubai. Mm. But, you know, at least I got to say I went to Dubai, right? Yeah, that's true. Rode I a camel. Say that. Rode a camel. Mm-hmm. After I rode a camel, I ate some camel meat. Mm-hmm. So you, I did not eat the camel I was riding on. You sure? So, probably. Who knows? So you had a camel burger. How was it? They did. They did take the camels away after we rode them, and then like we got some food after. <laughs> so I, I, I could have ate poor little Marty. Hump hump. Let's call him Marty. Marty. Marty the camel. Marty the camel. And it was Wednesday when I did ride the camel, so I got to say, guess what day it is? And it was actually uh, correct. So that was fun. Only uh, you. Went to the Burj Khalifa. That's the tallest building in the world. Mm-hmm. That's the building that Tom Cruise ran down the side of in Mission Impossible. So don't try it at home, kids. It's kind of overrated. Like pretty much go to any building with a great view. That's the Burj Khalifa. But you get to say you were at the Burj Khalifa. Mm. What else I do? I don't know. No one cares about my vacation. Um, we'll wrap this up. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. You've been listening to Almost First. Um, I'm Chaz Kibler. Jervis Daly. And Tania sucks. Eating a hot dog didn't, right now. Didn't answer the face. Didn't answer her answer face? Her. She didn't answer her face because her face is <laughs> pretty fat. And round. And round. Pies. Nice. Pancake. Any other movies coming out that we should uh, look out for? Uh, biggest thing now is coming this book will be Star Wars. Star Wars. I thought about seeing Daddy's Home too yesterday. I saw the trailer for Samson. That's going. Uh, yeah. That's the uh, Denzel Washington movie. No, that's uh, the actual Samson Samson story. Samson the Lion. Oh. But you know what I'm talking about with that Denzel movie. Yeah. What is the name of that damn thing? It's something... That's like the one Denzel movie that didn't look interesting to me. No, but you know he's going to give a great performance, so... Probably. Yeah. That's what I mean. You could say he didn't. Are you going to check it out? Probably not. Skip I'll just it. wait till the gun's on. Skip it or ticket? Because you're all right. It doesn't look like it's... Let me see what's out right now before we get off. <laughs> no. That's not dirty. Yeah. There's some Disney Pixar movie, Coco. No. Wonder. Some Owen Wilson movie. No. Murder on the Orient Express. I saw that. 
I hear terrible things. How was it? Typical mystery movie. I felt like I heard that uh, like none of the characters were interesting. Not really. They were no not really interesting. I actually kind of fell asleep, but then thank God I woke up towards the end to figure out who the killer was. So you, and even that, it. Yeah. Would you recommend I go see it? Uh, I would say if you like mysteries, yeah, you can go see it. If you don't really care crap about mysteries, then don't. Was the mystery good? Was there any plot twist? Did you see? See, the problem is I coming? fell asleep when they were developing the stuff. So, <laughs> so why would you recommend me go see a movie that you fell asleep in? No, I said if you like <laughs> mysteries. See what happened? What happened was I got comfortable. I just came from the gym, hit the movies, and I got comfortable. That's where you fucked up. Yep, you got comfortable. Yep, when you get, get comfortable. It, this is that you you will go to sleep. Never get comfortable at a movie theater. Like no. put some rocks in your shoes. Like. Sit on some bubble gum or something. Get Period, that, periodically stand up. Get that chair that makes a lot of noise when you rock back and forth. Bring a crying baby to the movie. People here, will so. hate you for it, but you won't miss the movie. Exactly. And Bad Mom's Christmas. No. Apparently, the first one was funny. I didn't see it. Neither did I. But there's too many movies with Bad Mom, Bad Santa, Bad, Bad, Bad. Should they do another Bad Santa? Yeah, they they did one what last year, I think. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny. Oh, you saw it? The second yeah. one? So it's on Netflix now. You can watch it on Netflix. Oh, I should check it out. Mm-hmm. Well, Jervey, thanks for coming out. Thank you. You were uh, thirty minutes late, but you know I'm not gonna <laughs> not gonna dock your pay this time. But wow, you're gonna dock nothing from nothing. Like Superman said to Flash, if you do it again, you're off the team. <laughs> but then he said, Nah, I'm just joking. We have to buy lunch. All right. You've been listening to Almost First. Thanks for listening. Brought to you by CDK Productions.